0: The Giants have a new head coach. He's Brian Dable, the former Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator. What are they getting in him? What can we re- expect? And how about a little bit more on Joe Shane, the new general manager? Joining me on the Lockdown on Giants podcast will be Nick Fierro. He is the publisher of Bill Central. He's coming up next to give us all the answers and then some. <laughs> Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants
1: podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every
0: day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Locked On Giants Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Trina, and uh those of you who might have missed me earlier today today being friday i purposely held off from recording uh, a show because i suspected the giants might have a decision on their head coaching search and sure enough here we are we have a new head coach brian Dable, the former offensive coordinator for the buffalo bills and for today's show i went right to an expert Who has covered the buffalo bills and who could really give us some insight into what the giants are getting he is nick fierro and he's a part of the si's fan nation network uh writes for uh bill central and the si fan nation network is of course where giants country can be found that's the site that i write for and manage so nick is going to uh, give us the lowdown on what the Giants are getting from Brian Brian Dable. We talked about uh, the type of offense he runs, what type of person he might be, how good of a head coach he might turn into defense. We talked a little bit also about Joe Shane uh, to get some perspective on him and that whole working relationship. So that interview is coming at you right now. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked on Giants podcast. Now joining me here is Nick Fierro. He is the publisher of the uh, Bill Central website, which is part of the Fan Nation group, which Giants Country is a part of. We're part of SI.com's family. And Nick, appreciate you coming on to talk Brian Dable with me.
1: Oh, I appreciate the the opportunity.
0: All right. So Nick, what do Giants... fans and giants country need to know about Brian Dable.
1: I think what you're getting what they're getting is a, a level-headed guy who uh doesn't get too high does not get too low. Um you know, he he uh he he's you know, he it was a different situation with the bills. He was up in the box, you know. He was not down the field so you really didn't get a chance to see him kind of showing a lot of emotion and he went through a lot of uh you know uh, personal hardships this year he lost both his grandmother and his grandfather within weeks of each other and they were the ones who raised him uh, he got through it they uh they all all the players really love him uh, you know especially Josh Allen and uh, that that was really big and i'm sure that was huge uh, factoring into the giants decision because they're they're going to be giving daniel jones every opportunity here to kind of pull through after three seasons and um probably uh, Brian Dable was the best choice for that. If you're you're going to do that, uh, when you look at what he did, you know with Allen, and so uh, I think I think you get somebody like that. You're not going to get somebody who's who's going to beat you over to, over the top of the head. You know, hey, let's get going right now. But at the same time, there will be a sense of urgency that you know we can get things done right away. And I think that he can uh, effect a change um, right away. You know, it might not show up, uh, you know, in the form of a Josh Allen type season for, I don't, I don't know that, uh, you know, that Daniel Jones is capable of that, but I think he'll get the most out of him eventually.
0: All right. Now tell us a little bit about the system that he runs there. What are some of the characteristics that you think might come down with him from Buffalo?
1: Well, as you, you can tell from watching them, they like to kind of chuck it around. You know, he comes from a uh, New England system. He's another, ironically enough, he's, he's another uh, New England disciple of uh, Bill Belichick, but a different type of guy. And uh, he worked with him in two different stints and for a, a, a pretty long time. But uh, it's not really, I, I wouldn't call it a real traditional type offense. Um, they they will throw it, and uh, he likes to throw it more than he likes to run it, but Um, you know, if again, it it depends on the the health of the running back, right? I mean, if Saquon's healthy, I think you're going to see a good dose of him too. If it looks like they're committed to him too, and and so, um, that's a different type of running back, you know, he needs the ball, he needs He It's a different deal. Their, Their top running back in Buffalo, uh, turned out to be Devin Singletary, who's a really nice player, but five foot seven, you know. 210 pounds. It's, he's, he's not Saquon Barkley. Um, I think what you're going to see is he, he's going to utilize Daniel Jones uh, in the running game, like he did with, uh, like he's done with Josh Allen. I mean, Jones was clocked. Uh, I, I was covering the game. I used to cover the Eagles. Uh, he was clocked at what, 22 miles an hour, something like that? It was the, the fastest uh, time by any quarterback, uh, including uh, Lamar uh, uh, Jack, uh, including, yeah. So who who am I thinking about here? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sorry about that name. You know, I think he's going to do that. And I think we're going to see that. And they're not going to be afraid to run the the ball uh, with the quarterback. You you know, there's going to be concerns about the hits that he's going to take. But I think he's going to open things up that way.
0: What kind of person is he in terms of, you know, the locker room? I mean, is he laid back? Is he intense? I mean, how would you best describe him?
1: Uh, well, I, I've never been in the locker room, you know, because uh, with covet, and, and this past year was my first on, on the uh, so I've never actually been, been able to really kind of get a read on him. And uh, you know, but I, I will say that uh, he, he's he's pretty uh, he, he's pretty level headed, pr- pretty quiet guy. Uh, he, he's not going to be an in your face uh, type type of uh, coach. Um, he just believes in. Moving on, you know, you have a setback, you move on, you have a real big play, um, you score a couple of touchdowns, you celebrate and move on, it, you, you know, in that, in that respect, he's kind of like Belichick, he's on to the next thing.
0: What about, you know, with the Giants, they basically got to redo their whole offense, especially their offensive line. If you, you know, based on what you know about the players, the type of players he has on offense, and I know, you know, he didn't personally handpick them but what kind of players would you expect him to bring for that offensive line are they more athletic are they the smaller type the bigger type what, what do you think he might favor
1: well, i'm i'm fairly certain he's going to want the the athletic lineman i think that's the wave of the future for most teams uh you want you want your center to be out uh, ahead of the uh the sweep your guards uh you, you want these guys to be able to play multiple positions and for that to happen um you have to have a, a good amount i think of athleticism um they moved a lot of people around just this past year in buffalo they switched um they switched their right tackle to right guard Darrell Williams from right tackle to right guard they plugged in a rookie at uh, right tackle um and uh they uh, they also moved away from their left guard and john Feliciano so they made some changes uh, along the way and uh I think that, you know, I think he'll make do with what he can have. And, you know, if you have a, a real big road grading left tackle, he'll go with that too. But I, I think what, what he'd like to be able to do is just be able to do whatever he, they can. And, and that's if they, and he, he likes to talk about uh, putting game plans together where if they have to run the ball 40 times, they'll do that. If they have to throw the ball 40 or 45 times, they'll do that. But really what it comes down to is the the favorite is throwing it. And so they want to be able to protect the quarterback. And I think you have to be really athletic to protect the quarterback now. You can't just be one of these guys set in stone. Uh, uh, the, the, The athletes are just too good on defense. And not just the guys on the edge, but coming up the middle now, too. Uh, And so you you got to be good. The guards have to be good. You you got to be you got to be light on your feet, and you have to be able to vary your sets. You can't just do vertical sets. You got to do short sets. You got to do jump sets, and I think you got to be prepared to do everything.
0: All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's Locked On Giants podcast. But first, got to tell you about an incredible app. Everybody who buys gas needs to know about. It's called the Get Upside app, and it's available in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using the Get Upside app, and when you download it and install it and use our promo code TOUCHDOWN, your first fill-up, you will get 25 cents per gallon or more back. You can cash out anytime you want to your bank account, to PayPal or via any gift card for Amazon or other brands. Again, that's the free GetUpside app and that promo code is touchdown for 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first fill up. Alright, Giant fans, we have more on today's program, but first, the NFL playoffs is headed into the championship round, and soon we're going to find out who is playing in the Super Bowl. And no matter who you like in this weekend's game, bet online is your number one source for all. All the best sports wagering action for 2022. Check out their new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up today for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKON. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, the playoffs. NHL, hopefully, fingers crossed, MLB if it comes back, NBA, you name it, they have it. So don't wait. Go and check out all the offers that they have available for 2022 and take advantage of your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on. Now, I was going to ask you, I saw a stat when I was doing some research that Buffalo tended to favor and operate out of 11 personnel, which of course is one back, one tight end for the majority of its, of its offensive plays. I mean, do you find yeah. that to be the case still? And what are some of the variations that, you know, do, are, do they use? I mean, do they, are they more vertical? Or are they doing the shorter routes sideline to sideline vertical? I mean, so, I mean, what can you tell us about that?
1: Oh, well, they, uh, yeah, they do like to do uh, 11 personnel, but I think it's just based on the, uh, you know, the strength of their players. Um, They didn't have uh, a lot of depth at tight end. Tommy Sweeney was used as the second tight end a a lot uh, early in the season, but then toward the end of the season, he wasn't even activated on game day. So they were just going with one tight end um, uh, up on game day. So that's really all they had. And When they had to go with with a two tight end system, they would bring in uh, the extra lineman, Tommy Doyle. Uh, you know, in a run, a heavy run formation. Um, but Dawson Knox has really been their all, only tight end, and I think they like to go with that. I think that's what you'll see a lot of with the Giants. And um, you know, they he likes to go vertical. They, they like to take shots down the field, and that was kind of one of the knocks on them this year early when they were losing games that maybe they were weren't taking enough of what was given to them underneath, and were, were trying to take too much, and uh, and it wasn't there because. Uh, teams were, were giving them a lot of uh, two deep looks, three deep, uh, cover three, cover two, and um, they weren't as quick to, you know, to adjust to that. And uh, the offense would, would fall into these lulls uh, where they didn't score for, you know, periods at a time or two or three quarters at a time. And toward the end of the year, they figured it out, obviously. But it was not the same juggernaut that they were the year before. But I think that's what they want to do. They, they like to be able to be aggressive. But I think it all starts with the quarterback being able to to uh, take the ball and quarterback draws and not be afraid to run it. I don't know how often Jones did run it, um, you know, because you know, I've kind of haven't been covering the Giants here lately. I, but um, since I've switched over to the Bills, but I think whenever you, you saw him running, I think you're going to see him more.
0: That's not good news. He better learn how to slide if that's going to be the case. But Well, that, that'll
1: be a thing, too. They they don't yeah. they do they don't like it when Allen, you know, does not slide. And Allen's a big guy, you know, 240 pounds, and he likes to lower his shoulder. And most times he wins, pretty much every time he wins. But even at some point, he's not going to get up. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a problem for them. And that's kind of what I'm working on now. Who's going to be their next uh, backup quarterback? And uh, that's going to be a big deal because – they had Mitchell Trubisky in on a one-year deal. There's no way he's, they're going to be able to keep him. He's going to be looking for somebody who's going to at least give him a chance to start. And uh, maybe if the, the market's not there, he comes back to him. Maybe he ends up in New York. You know? Yeah, I was
0: going to say, that. I think he's going to be on their radar. I'd be stunned if he's not on their radar. But, um, you know, we, we talk about Dable on the offense. What about the defense? I mean, I, I know that's not his side of the ball, but do you – if you had to take a guess, what kind of system do you think he might want to run? Or would you just do you anticipate he's going to basically hire the best defensive coordinator he can find and say, okay, you design it however you want to, and I'm not going to get involved here?
1: Yeah, he's, I think he's got an idea, and I'm, I'm sure that came up. You know, most of these guys, I remember when Andy Reid, you know, inter- interviewed with the Eagles. I mean, Andy Reid was all offense, but he had a, a, a clean, a, Clear-cut uh, vision of what his defense wanted to be, and I'll tell you the truth: if Andy Reid wanted to become a defensive coordinator tomorrow, he could do it. All these guys can do that. That the best coaches, and he's got a vision, and I'm sure it's influenced. I, I can't be positive, but I'm sure it's influenced by what the, the Bills have been doing um, with Leslie Frazier and uh, Sean McDermott. The- they play a lot of cover two looks. Uh, they play a heavy zone. Um, they have great safeties that understand the system. And cornerbacks who don't get out of position, and so it's really really has to do with just playing smart, and you know, and a four um, three alignment. Although the, the Bills hardly ever have the uh, third linebacker out there, so it's really a uh, a four two with an extra defensive back. Uh, in this case, being the uh, nickel corner, Taron Johnson. So, um, I think that's what you'll see from him. But if he has a chance to hire a coordinator, who who wants to do things differently, who's out there. Um, So I, I think he has to be open to that too.
0: All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's program, but first, if you're aiming to get fit or eat healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but without the calories and without the sugar. Most Built Bars contain about 130 calories, four grams of sugar, Four net carbs and 17 grams of protein, making it easy to stick to any diet plan. Head on over to BuiltBar.com today, use our special promo code LOCKED15 and save 15% off your first order. Again, that's code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order. Because I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Joe Shane and the relationship there. You know, Joe Shane, we got to meet him on Wednesday, really impressive young man. And I say that because he is now he is younger than me. Uh, but just he seemed very smart, very focused. Um, he, he struck me as a type who dots all the I's, crosses all the T's. What kind of, I guess, approach do you think he's going to take? How much of it is going to be Brandon Bean like versus you know, what he brings to the table himself. I mean, cause obviously you're not looking for a Brandon being clone exactly, but Brandon's been very successful up there in Buffalo and, and Joe's been his Robin, if you will, for the five years they've been together. So, I mean, what do you, what's your outlook for, for Joe now that he's on his own?
1: Uh, I think uh, just going by what Brandon Bean said about him the other day when he, uh, he had his press conference um and talking about him. I think what you're getting is somebody who's uh, who has a real good vision, but who's open. Um, He doesn't, he doesn't go uh, into a meeting uh, as someone who has all the answers and he's not going to be coming in and, and uh, be doing things one way. Um, He's going to listen and then he's going to make his, his decisions and, uh, and his ability to communicate with everybody um, in the organization, not, not just as football people, that's, that's really huge. I mean, we, we see it. Uh, I, I'm sure you've seen it, it, it with the Giants. We, I saw it with the Eagles covering them for 17 years. One of the reasons why Chip Kelly is not in the NFL anymore has nothing to do with X's and O's, although they did start to figure him out. It has to do with his communication skills. And um, that seems to be uh, Joe's strength. And and Brandon Bean raved about that. And I, and I think that um, he's going to make a lot of friends pretty quickly there with the giants, uh, but he has his own, uh, he's going to have obviously his own ideas of, of how to do things. But if, if you can, my, my sense on him is, you know, if you could convince him to do something, you know, he's going to listen to you and talk him into it and see, and see what you get. And uh, he's going to, I think he's going to create a, an atmosphere where you feel like you're working with him and not for
0: him. All right. Final question for you, Nick, where should, where, if any, should we be concerned about, you know, Brian Abel being a new head, first-time head coach, Joe Shane, you know, being relatively young? I mean, he, he, obviously, I think he's ready for the job. But where – if you were in our shoes, would you be most concerned about those two guys? Hmm.
1: I guess because the, it's their first time in, in those jobs and, and they're working together. Um, usually when you have a first-year head coach, the GM is – you know that's had a little bit more experience or has been in the job for a little bit um, so you know but I think they have a pretty good vision together I, where would I be most concerned uh, how they handle you know this first year uh, with personnel and everything they're obviously gonna have to make a lot of changes and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of tough kind of like when you know when Sean McDermott came in um, they, they, had to, they didn't necessarily clean house right away with the players. They did with the, with the front office personnel. And so we'll see how that goes. But uh, I don't know, they, they're, they're going to have to figure out what kind of team they want. And then if the players don't match, they're going to have a project ahead of them. And so do, do they want to win right away? I heard, we heard Joe Shane talking the other day about, you know, he thinks that you can win right away while still building for the future. Well, may, maybe, you know, maybe. Um, but if, if you're trying to get a, a team built a, a certain way with certain players or you want to have a 4-3, a or, or if you hire Wink Martindale, maybe he wants to go to a 3-4, whatever, uh, you're, you're going to have to – it's going to take a little while to kind of change that around, and uh, you know, the Giants going to be patient enough because it's been, a, it's been a rough stretch for them. Usually the, I, the Giants struck me over the years as being an organization that's, you know, uh, very stable. They're not going to make any rash decisions. They're going to, you know, give you a chance to fail multiple times before they're they're going to cut bait with you. Uh, but these these last few years, you know, um, Joe Judge hasn't lasted very long. I'm sorry, I'm really kind of surprised that that they're sticking with the quarterback for a fourth year. But um, they have to be careful with, with that, and you know that they have to be patient if they're going to change some things around, or they might just want to try to work with the personnel and. And uh, and and see what they can do. I I believe that Dable believes that he offensively anyway they have some weapons and they'll they'll be able to make do with what they have and he'll whatever system he runs um, he's going to be able to call enough plays to to take advantage of these players. But they you know as long as they get some good offensive linemen in there that, that's that's going to be I guess number one. If they're going to have money to spend. Am uh, I not?
0: actually right? no their their oh, okay. their cap is a mess
1: well that could be a problem then too mm. but um they'll have to use the draft um so yeah if that's the case you know i i think they're just going to have to preach patience but um you know it, it's they have to put a a product on the field that that's at least alert and what i'm saying it doesn't make mental mistakes it doesn't make penalties and if they get beat it's because they just don't have the personnel or the speed but uh they they have to kind of show up and uh, that that could be a challenge too
0: indeed it's they got a lot of work to do and and you're absolutely right they need to be patient something that has been hard for giants ownership i mean the last three head coaches haven't lasted more than two years and uh, that's very, very unusual for a Giants organization, which is usually stable. But uh yeah, there's there's some you know I don't think they can go much lower. So hopefully Brian Dable, Joe Shane can turn this organization around. I mean, Shane's uh, and and Dable they have to well Dable more so has got to hire a good coaching staff. That's going to be key. So it'll be interesting to see whether he dips into his Buffalo background or college background or where he pulls his head coaches or not his head coaches his assistants in and uh what they do with it so uh yeah i mean 11 they've got nine draft picks and to get it right i mean i'm tired of covering losing football so yeah it was Any- the jets
1: i was thinking of to have all that cap space it's too bad. yeah to yeah the cap. jets
0: have the gap space exactly but uh they i guess they've got their own set of problems there too i mean but i don't I, know i don't i don't follow them as closely you probably would know better since you see them twice a twice a year but anyway nick appreciate the time and the insight as always folks you can find him on the SI Fan Nation Network. His site is uh, Bills Central and he is Nick uh, Fierro. And Nick, again, thank you for coming on with me. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk at some point down the line.
1: Thank you.